Oh, you boys are back again, huh? Yeah, and we have $5,000 this time. How many balls does that get us? Uh, I, I, I tell you what, boys. Uh, I'm going to be really nice and just trade you the 5000 for the Terrence and Phillip dolls. You will? Wow, why'd you get so cool all of a sudden? We did it! You see, Cartman? You want us the Terrence and Phillip dolls. Ten dollar? What should we do with them? We should... What the? Dude, these dolls are cheap rip-offs. After all that? Shenanigans! 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 Kick ass! Welcome to Going Down to South Park, the podcast where we always have ourselves a time. This week we are here to review the episode Cow Days. I'm Dando. And I am Guy. Uh, yes, enjoying a, a very cow-like day here in uh, sunny old Geelong. What, what makes you say that, a cow-like day? Define a cow-like day. Oh, you know, I'm not really sort of up to a whole lot, just sort of, you know, milling around, doing the odd bit of work. and Grazing. Yeah, a bit of great, definitely a bit of grazing. <laughs> yeah, so there'll be some grazing here tonight at the Dando household because uh, happy anniversary to my lovely wife Nicola. It's our ten-year wedding anniversary today, February fifteenth, twenty twenty-three. We made it. Congratulations to us and uh, a big <laughs> box arrived on our doorstep this morning. It says to Nicola and Brendan Dando. I was like. Before I open this, I'm just going to message Nicola and say, did you get me something? Because I just want to make sure this isn't something I shouldn't see before you get home. And she's like, no, what I've got you isn't that. And I looked on the thing. It's from a place called like goodhampers.com or something, or goodbasket.com. So it seems that somebody has had a hamper of some kind, like an anniversary hamper sent to our doorstep for our anniversary. So I'm waiting until Nicola gets home. I'm very excited to open that one up and graze. I'm assuming because it doesn't say refrigerate (laughs) that it's got a whole bunch of shit you can graze on. So we're going to do that. And... You know, you have your 90 Day Fiancé. At the moment, we're just watching Old School Law and Order. <laughs> so we're just like, ah, Nicholas, like, you know, we're having our anniversary like date day on the on Friday. We're take, Nicholas taking the day off work. Tonight, we're going to get some Thai, graze on our platter, and just watch some Law and Order. And it's going to be, all's going to be well with the world. Sounds perfect. Sounds yeah. ideal. But, uh, but cow days, yes. I'm not going to lie, Mr. Davis. I thought this was one of the weakest episodes we've seen to date. I didn't think there was much to this at all. This felt like one where... It almost felt like they weren't throwing in the towel, but it was just like, what? What? What is? What is this one? I don't usually I have some sort of like meaning behind it, but I just didn't. Mm. Like you sort of taken the Mickey out of cults, I guess. But I, I just, to me, it just wasn't much. A little bit. I mean, something I've said about uh, Simpsons episodes on Four Finger Discount, uh, which is you know another podcast that you should be listening to. I had this in my head moments. as soon as I'm watching. I'm like, I know exactly how guys going to describe this one. <laughs> tell, tell me what I'm about to say. Just a bunch of stuff happening. <laughs> Well, yeah, a bunch of stuff. He's like, well, well, you've got bits and pieces lying around. It's like, oh, well, this sort of, we can merge those two together. We'll slap a little bit of there on there. Yeah, fill in these bits, a bit of spec filler or whatever. And there you go. You've got 25 minutes worth of episode. But, yeah, a, a lot of these pieces don't really connect all that easily. So you've got, yeah, as you said, a bunch of stuff that happens. Um I don't necessarily mind it when South Park gets a little weird, when, you know, it does some kind of stuff that seem, seems random and probably is random, but is nonetheless, I don't know, funny-ish. So, um, but you're right. I mean, look, I didn't thoroughly dislike this episode, but it did feel a little flimsy to me, a little bit featherweight. Like the whole cow shit, I'm just like, man, you're wasting so much time on just cows just looking at a statue. I'm just like, <laughs> there's... And what's the point of that? Yeah. I just feel like you're filling you're filling time here with what essentially is nothing. Like these cows are worshiping this big statue, and they kill themselves because they were yeah. a cult. And when will cows learn? I'm like, 
whatever you're going for here, it's lost on me. Maybe there's people out there going, well, did you not understand? But to me, I was just confused. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you're taking the mickey out of cults, I guess, but cows? Why I guess, cows? But yeah, I mean, well, we're all acting like cattle, you know. We're, I mean, I don't know, man. You're right, you're right. I mean, yeah, there are probably people out there who, yeah, for, for whom the symbolism or the meaning is completely obvious, but uh, I don't know. They didn't do enough... In the rest of the episodes, like, okay, the theme of this episode is cults and cult-like behavior and uh, everybody, you know, mass hysteria, all that kind of stuff. You're not really exploring that in this episode. It's, there's a bunch of, I don't know, if, if I was to, you know, hold a gun to your head, which I'd never do, Dan, no? I don't have a gun. Um, but um, say, what's this episode about? It's not one you can easily sort of sum up. You'd say, oh, it's the one where they have the Cow Day Festival. Yeah. But as to what it's actually about, I don't know. That's a, that's a harder one to answer. Yeah. I mean, what was the point of Tom and Mary being there? Yeah. Again, it's like, oh, uh, like, like they they die in the in the cell and then. No, I didn't really get what they added to the uh, to the process, other than the fact that every time he saw them, and I liked that they were sort of unfailingly positive and trying polite. to be. Well, well, she, well, she, well, she wasn't at first, and then he would tell her to be positive. But the thing is, though, if. That that would have worked if they were going in there and they were the only ones mm. saying, this is all just a bunch of crap, but everyone else in town was also saying how shit the rides were and shit this was. What I'm trying to say is, like, just say South Park was throwing this Cow's Day Festival and everyone at the fair was saying, oh, what a great ride the Chamber of Farts was and how awesome is this and yeah. how awesome is this statue? No, no, granted, they, they, they did like the statue, but, like, Tom and Mary, when they get off the Chamber of Farts, she's like, well, that wasn't very good. I'm like, yeah, but we've already seen Cartman and that say that it wasn't very good. So what, what's, yeah. the, what's the purpose of these of this couple? It would be more interesting and perhaps funnier if, yeah, the people of South Park had an insane amount of civic pride. Like a Frank Grimes coming into Springfield and him pointing out, like, how are you yeah. people so insane? Like, how do you not see the stupidity of all this? But they yeah. they were just another one of the people. It was just it was a bizarre one. I, I just uh, It's obviously lost. There's a meaning there somewhere. It is lost on me. I did like taking the piss out of um, the carnies and the carnivals. I'm all, it's, mm. it's just my opinion. I'm just like... These guys are just shills, you know. They're, 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 you know yeah. they're ripping you off somehow. And I've never thought about the ball game. We, we, the, because you know, there's usually <laughs> the ring toss or throwing the ball. That's probably what they do. They probably have the smaller size balls and the bigger size ones. Oh. And they probably give some kids the smaller ones and some of the bigger. They're not that visible so much that they wouldn't fit, but some of them fit yeah. just through, and some of them just don't quite fit. And they just sort of pick and choose who they give those ones to. It's probably how it exactly. Works. Yeah, they they probably do it just enough. It's like, okay, we're going to deflect, um, you know, suspicion. Yeah, away from this or anything like that. Well, it's like the slot machines, uh, poking machines. You know, you got to pay them out occasionally, otherwise they won't come back. Yeah, yeah exactly right. That's why I keep going back. Anyway, guys, but thank you for tuning into the show. Hope you guys are enjoying uh, going down to South Park. Don't forget to please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Continue to do so. We appreciate everyone who's done that. And if you are enjoying the show, you can support us for as little as one single dollar you do. If you do have that single dollar, then you won't even know it's gone. We would love you to chuck it our way if you're enjoying all the countless hours we're giving you for free here on the Four Finger Discount Network. Seven podcasts we do here on Four Finger Discount. Two of them, obviously, exclusives on our Patreon channel. But five podcasts we're giving you so many hours of free entertainment. If you do enjoy it, we'd love your dollar contribution if you would like to do so. That way you can join our Facebook group and get access Ooh. to even more exclusive podcasts and everything else. One single dollar we do. I was about to say, there's only one thing better than uh, than free entertainment, Dan. Though. You know what that is? What is that? Entertainment you paid a dollar for. We put in dollar extra effort, don't we? 1% better effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> you'll feel it. We you, give 101%. <laughs> 113%. Oh, that's just unlucky. 
What were your favourite moments from Cow Days, Mr. Davis? I don't know. Maybe I should grow up, but I just I got a huge kick out of the Chamber of Farts. I got the Chamber of Farts as well. You need more farts because you just hear how happy Trey is to to say this. <laughs> he loves doing voices, and I mean, I, I first of all, I got a big kick out of the um, just the game show at the start with that. Fred, tell him what they've won. <laughs> anytime, anytime you get to talk like that, it's great. I I tend to do that around the lovely Louise now, and she's kind of like. Don't make a habit of that. I'm like, I can't help it. I really enjoy doing it. That's my uh, John Lovitz game show host voice. <laughs> Usually when, you know, there's been something, because it sounds a little like a BBC reporter voice. So, you know, anytime you're watching... Um, it's you're like, watching a 50s news, like a 50s news reporter. And now we're going oh, to yeah. the news. <laughs> Reporting to you live from camera. <laughs> <laughs> from the Wonka factory, we have found the five golden tickets. That's what the news guy sounds like a really Wonka. <laughs> he does, he does. Uh, but yeah, um, there you enter the chamber of farts, and you know, perhaps you need some more farts. <laughs> I know. There's I always, that, and they, they've already done this. Actually, they probably wouldn't have done it yet on The Simpsons when they go to on, on the ghost train and the guy talks it up. You know, uh, Behold the ravages of age and things. It's a terrible ghost ride. There's always that one ride at the at the at the carnival where you're like, it looks too good to not be good from the outside, and you get on it and you're like, ah, I should have seen this. Oh, man. They spent all their money on the on the exterior. <laughs> uh, I got a kick out of when sucky, suck, sucky, sucky. Is, yeah, no, when he's riding the bull and the, the commentators go, I guess he's had a lot of practice if you know what I mean. Well, that was. It's a pretty dumb line. What made it is that the other commentator sort of looks at him like, really? What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got a big kick out of that. As racist as uh, Trey doing the sucky sucky voice, you just can't help but laugh. Oh, yeah. And I love that the price kept going up. Started True. at five Dara and then it became eight. Or was it eight fifty, and then it became ten. That, so apparently he was saying Full Metal Jacket quotes when he was um when he was oh the, okay when he was Ming Lee. Yeah. I'm I'm something that always cracks me up is thinking about Full Metal Jacket and, you know, made by one of the great filmmakers of all time, Stanley Kubrick. But two live crew, you know, want to do their song Me So Horny and they're getting samples from Full Metal Jacket. I imagine the Stanley Kubrick, this very, you know, well, not hugely sophisticated, I mean, a great artist. <laughs> he gets sent, the, like, here's your tape. They want, to, they want to include lyrics from your movie in this song and it's like, Oh, me so horny. Oh, oh, me so horny. It's like, hmm. Okay, go right ahead. Thumbs up. <laughs> so is, 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 is me so horny, is that from the song or is that from the movie? That's from the movie. Okay, so that's the quotes that he's saying then. Okay, me so horny. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, after, like I said, if you turn off when um, when Goma Pyle, you know, checks out. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other movie to go. But yeah, a lot of the soldiers are sitting around and this, uh, yeah, this, um, to use the language of South Park, Vietnamese prostitute rocks up and, oh, me so horny. Oh, me love you long time. Sorry, I'm going to get cancelled for that, saying that. that yeah, way. that's what's said in the film. That's what the South Park are doing. But the thing is, I love the thrusting Cartman does when he's saying it. <laughs> <laughs> me so horny. It was very, very funny. Oh, me so horny. <laughs> I um, also enjoyed, yeah, the, I love Kyle, the delivery of shenanigans. I'm calling shenanigans. I wish I wish this was a thing in real life where we just call shenanigans. Like where it's you don't have to get the fisticuffs. You know, first of all, you have to declare: is this worth fisticuffs? Shenanigans. I'm calling shenanigans. Does the, everyone else in this room agree? Right, go get your brooms. <laughs> okay, now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard.
All right, it's time for some trivia, Mr. Davis, for Cow Days. Before then, we're going to read mm-hmm. out some patron names, starting with Elliot J. O'Neill from the Simpsons Index podcast. If you're a fan of the Simpsons, make sure you check them out. The Simpsons Index podcast, they are one of the best Simpsons podcasts going around, besides your pals here at Four Finger Discount Network. So make sure you subscribe to them. Also, our man Andrew Zer for our $50 donation that he gives us every single month. Thank you so much, mate. You are an absolute champion, Mr. Andrew mm. Zer. Also, shout out to the following people who chuck us $5 redos every single week here on the Four Finger Discount Network. We've got Jordan Moleman, Richie, Christopher Darby, Jonathan Rossi, Zach Pruitt, Timothy Burleson, George McMenemy, Stephen Roberts, Sean Devey, Pete Anderson, Plain Old Matt, Andrew Davis, Ryan Dunlap, Jared Howard, Kevin Zentel, Plan Flood, Joel Yoland, Katie G, Daniel Kotnick, Shannon Hofer, Reese Roberts, Bella Winderbank, Tom Pickering, Mark Boston Burgess, Jack McFadden, Heath Appleby, Preston Murray, Adrian McLeod, and Lewis Kavanagh. Thank you so much, guys, for your support. Mr. Davis, hit me with your first trivia question for Cow Days. This Cow Day is the what number? How, how many Cow Days is this? This is the 14th one, I believe. It is indeed the 14th annual Cow Day. Where are Tom and Mary staying at? Oh, um, Motel 7? The Super 7 Hotel. Or motel. The Super 7 Hotel. Motel, ah, motel, yeah. Close. On Bernard Road. Which number trolley uh, do the kids 15. take when they enter the Chamber of Farts? <laughs> 15, yes. That's <laughs> my, my second question, yeah. <laughs> How tall is a cow memorial statue? Oh, man, that's a good idea. Um, 60 feet? 60 feet, well done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many months has it been since the last mass suicide of cattle? About eight months. Eight months exactly. How many tickets to get onto the Chamber of Farts? Oh, was it seven? It was three. Three? But I can't work out. Like, so is it three per cart? So you have to pay three tickets and all four kids can get on? I was confused by that. Because when yeah, I go to the confusing. carnival these days, it's like every person getting on this trolley has got to have tickets. Otherwise, you ain't getting on. <laughs> if you're looking for more going down to South Park in your ears, you can become a supporter of the show on Patreon and get access to a bunch of bonus podcasts including our review of South Park's latest episode, The Worldwide Privacy Tour. We want privacy! We want privacy! Not only will you be getting exclusive content for your support, but we've set ourselves the target of launching a Bob's Burgers podcast once we hit a 1,000 patrons. So go ahead and join the family today at patreon.com slash discount. Link is in the description of this podcast. The original air date of Cow Days was September 30th, 1998, it was written by Trey Parker and David Goodman and directed by Trey Parker. And who was playing the Cow's Day announcer, Mr. Davis? Well, that's Dion Bucker? Bucker? Bucker, yeah. Bucker? Known as who? No, known to who as basketball fans. Who does he play? Oh, well, I, I, can, I can never remember the name of the character he plays in basketball, but I do remember the name of the character he plays in Orgasmo. Yeah. And Shoulder Boy. He is a squeak. Squeak. Squeak in basketball. <laughs> I don't know, he seems to have vanished off the uh, the Parker and Stone scene a bit, but uh, he was a little bit ubiquitous there for a while. It's kind of like the third wheel. This, uh, yeah, little guy slash straight man slash whipping boy for Parker and Stone. He was the Rob Schneider to Trey Matt. I knew you were about to say it. As, uh, yeah, like, yeah, that makes a bunch of sense. <laughs> oh, he was in Galaxy Quest. Was he? Oh, he was in a deleted scene. <laughs> Was deleted. <laughs> I was deleted. I was say, I don't remember from Galaxy Quest. And that would explain why. In 2021, he was in something called Nightmare Alley. That's the last thing it's got here on his wiki page. I'm just seeing there's oh, anything here that I would know of. If it's not of the same Nightmare Alley I'm thinking of, that's, that was a good movie with Bradley Cooper and Australia's own Kate Blanchett. Uh, 2021, that is the film. Yeah, yeah. And he plays in that Fee Fee the Bird Girl. Hmm, how about that? 
I might have to rewatch it. Not a bad movie. As long as, well, this is the thing. As long as you can get gigs that pay your bills, fucking go for it, mate. I know that we mentioned on Dan and I just recorded an episode of Seinfeld, talking uh, Seinfeld, talking yes. Seinfeld. <laughs> um, where we talked about sometimes you'll have mates who are doing a little bit better than you financially, and you know they'll either order the most expensive thing on the menu and you got to chip in, or they say, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'll pick it up," and you feel like, "Oh, you fucker." Um, but I get the feeling if you were if you were Dion or Dion or Dion or whatever he pronounces his name. Um, and you had a couple of buddies who were worth like $190 million. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with them like, hey, Dion, we're going to uh, we're going to the Bahamas for the weekend on our private jet. Come along. I'm like, oh, only if I can pay my own way. I do have my dignity, you realize. <laughs> <laughs> you assholes. Like, <laughs> oh, you guys suck so much. Ski <laughs> <Excuse you> guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but uh, the- yes. The episode kicks off with um with what the hell is that game show? Or is it what the hell is this? It's what the hell is something. <laughs> hey, what the hell is I think it's that. This or that. One of the two. But Tom and Mary, they're in the final round, and if they get this question right, they're gonna win a holiday. They want to really want this holiday. And they get asked, What is the name of the skin the thin the thin flap of skin between the base of the penis and the scrotum? And she knows it's called the upper vascular hood which I guess is right because they win the prize and they end up winning a trip to South Park and they are so devastated because they thought we were going to go to like the Bahamas or the Caribbean. And then this is where we get the little ad, the promo for, uh, for Cow Days. Tom and Mary, put on your cowboy hats because you're going to beautiful South Park, Colorado. Where? That's right. Just in time for Cow Days, the world's 45th biggest rodeo and carnival. Every fall, South Park celebrates Cow Days, and you're going to be a part of it. You'll stay at the fabulous Super 7 Hotel on Bernard Road and enjoy festivities including prizes, rides, and of course the world-famous running of the cows. Congratulations, Tom and Mary. Well, Tom, Mary, you must be very excited. What was second prize again? That's all for now. See you tomorrow on... Ooh, what What the hell is that? Shit. We're now at the 14th annual Cow Days Rodeo. It's getting kicked off. And Jimbo is the chairman. Well, Jimbo, an odd chairman choice. Jimbo, why is Jimbo the chairman? He hates animals. He kills them. He blows them up. It's a very good point. I mean, uh, he doesn't strike me as necessarily yeah, someone full of civic pride or, you know, that much love for cattle. So, yeah, how that happened, I'm not 100% sure. But it happened. Let's just roll with it. He reveals the new cow memorial, 60-foot tall wooden cow. It's got this big clock. And Mary just thinks this whole thing is ridiculous. You know, you, just, you, know, you just see the, 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 the brighter side of this. Oh, you know, I'm, you're right. I've got to stay positive. <laughs> then we get the kids at the tosser ball, where you got to throw the ball through Jennifer Love Hewitt's mouth. And that, that's such a dated thing now. Like, God love Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt, but who's talking about Jennifer Love Hewitt in 2023? Oh, well, I'll tell you who is. Um, she was all over the news last week because it's been announced that they're doing, in the vein of... You know, like the legacy sequel slash remake of Scream. Now they're going to do one of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Fucking, as soon as they announce the Scream, I'm like, I bet you that's going to be the next one. Are they really? They are, and it's got our girl JLH, uh, not JLD, but JLH, and Freddie Prinze Jr. uh, making comebacks. There you go. But then it's going to be a whole new generation of kids who, you know, do something terrible, and then they get notes saying, I know what you did last summer, and it's like, you know who else this happened to? That hot milf down the road, and it turns out to be Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> Not going to lie, low-key loved those films when I was a kid. I don't think much of them. <laughs> they were the closest things we had to, like, mainstream horror films, though, when I was growing they up. Were, like, you had, yeah. You had this, like, Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer were, like, the ones, oh, have you seen I Know What You Did Last Summer? It's such a cool name. I Know What You Did Last Summer. 
That is cool. But then when they try to stretch it out, I mean, what was the sequel? I still know what you did last summer. Yeah. It's like, eh, don't know about that. Um, I was watching the other, I mean, if, I, if we're thinking about late 90s, early 2000s. Final Destination's another one. Yeah, that's what I was watching the other night. Oh, I okay. Final Destination <laughs> 2. Number two. Number two is the one that, that terrified me. I still, to this day, I can't drive behind trucks. It's so rad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because it's one of the great bargains of my life. It's, you know, you went, you went to JB and was like, oh my God, all five Final Destination movies on Blu-ray in a box set for 20 bucks. And then you go on like 30% off that. It's like, even less. So, <laughs> and look, a lot of these are pretty janky. I, I, I didn't watch Final Destination Nation 1. I'm like, eh, it's okay, it's fine. But I, only know the th- th- I only know the first three. Is there four of, is there four or five? There's five. Wow. How did I not know this? The th- I thought the third was the final one. That's the one with the guy getting his head squashed at the gym, right? Is that the third yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, that's the one on the roller coaster. I mean, I really admire how they've got... Because well, the first one's a plane crash, the second one's a highway pileup, which is just rad. It's that's, so... How awesome is that scene? It's so good. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you watch it and you're like, this could fucking happen. Yeah, and every, all, I mean, I know car accidents are no fun, but you never think, oh, yeah, that'd be pretty nasty. This makes it so nasty. Everything yeah. that happens to all these people is just, oh, that's sick. Oh, that's wrong. Um, and then the deaths beyond that are fantastic as well. Um, I think the, I think three is my favourite, but two is the best. And okay. then the others are all okay, but they're all a bit janky. Um, I feel like when you've got a that? series of films, the fourth one's never that good. Like, it's like they, yeah. they do they do a trilogy, then they make another one. It's like, oh, do we really need that one? It wasn't that good. And they, they, they make up for it. The fifth one's usually a bit better than the fourth one. That's cool. usually, in my yeah. opinion, how it sort of goes. <laughs> Indeed. Now, we got to talking about that because uh, it was the Jennifer Love Hewitt years, the late yes. uh, the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So the ball was not fitting through the mouth. Um, they ask you if the toys are fake. They're clearly fake. The names are spelt wrong. Um, Philip had, like, black hair, I think. Oh, the, the hair yeah. color was wrong. So the kids should have known they were fake from the get-go. Look, the hair was wrong. But we get the, um, you know, it's $5 for three balls. Cartman's no good at it. Kyle does it, hits the hits the mouth, and then falls out. Clearly, they're trying to tell the viewer, these things aren't going to fit through that because that yeah. should have fit. And it stayed in there for a bit and fell out again. Cartman only got $3 left, so they've got to get more money from Kyle's mum. And then it's now time for the running of the cows. I don't know when they thought this was going to be funny, but it just wasn't that funny to me. Yeah. The fact that everyone was so scared of the cows. Like it's meant to be the takeoff of the running of the bulls, obviously, and the cows are just yeah. acting like cows. I guess the joke is that you're expecting the cows to do something and they didn't do anything. They just acted like cows well, would. I think it's more that, you know, South Park is so desperate to turn this into a real event. I mean, mm, would you know anything yeah. about the Spanish city of Pamplona other than the fact that it's got the running of the bulls? Not much. No. Um so South Park's like, we've got to be the place that has the running of the cows. So they're doing everything possible to kind of, I mean, I'll, something South Park does really well is just do really goofy expressions on the faces of people. Like that guy who goes to some, you know, waves, waves his ass in front of the cow. He's got this big ass smile on his face like, look at what I'm doing. Yeah. Or like Stumpy. Is it Stumpy, the one with no legs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone's just so happy. But um, I did like it when, you know, the cows aren't actually running, but everyone else is running. And what? Oh, Ned knocks over. Well, he runs into a um a pole, power pole or something. That other guy gets impaled. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I got to laugh out of that. Maybe I'm just sick. But meanwhile, Kyle is asking his mum. She gives him um seventeen dollars. I think also they got twenty bucks now. Mm-hmm. And then the kids they go on the chamber of fat. So basically, on the way back to the 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 tossable, Cartman keeps spending all the money on shit that he should have spent it on. I'm thinking. Why is Cartman in charge of the money? Didn't yeah. isn't Kyle's mom the one Kyle's gave him the money? money. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is Cartman in charge of it? So 
The kids, um, they, they go in the Chamber of Farts, cost three tickets. Come on, come on. Get in line now for the Chamber of Farts. What's that? Dare you enter the Chamber of Farts? How much is it? Just three tickets, boys. Dare you enter the Chamber of Farts? Is it like a haunted house or something? Sure. It's very scary. Let's see. Each ticket is a dollar, so three tickets is like two twenty-five. No, we can't, dude. We have to win the Terrence and Phillip dolls. Oh, come on, you guys. We still have plenty of money left over. You better be right, dude. I'm right. Keep your hands inside at all times. Okay. So, the Chamber of Farts has another victim, eh? Don't be afraid. There aren't any ghouls here. Only farts! Ah, God damn it! What the hell was that? Perhaps you need some more farts! All right, boys, ride's over. That was the dumbest ride I've ever seen. Yeah, what the hell kind of carnival company are you? I don't know what you guys are talking about. That scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Perhaps you need some more farts. What? More farts. <laughs> and Cartman's just, oh no. Like, even if you, like, <laughs> if you went on a ride like this, right, you know it's not a real fart. It's just, you know, fart bomb with like a bit of smell or whatever, a yeah, bit of air. Stink bomb. But no. a stink bomb. But you'd be like, oh no, someone's farting at me. Like, you, you'd be, you'd be <laughs> like, you'd suspend your disbelief. You'd be like, oh no. <laughs> it's like when you're watching a, those 4D films at the theme parks. And yeah. a bird shits in the sky and water drops in your head. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's a bird shit. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's just water. <laughs> Imagine going on an actual Chamber of Farts ride. <laughs> you know, these sort of butts appear out of nowhere. It's like, they just oh, have man. people to stick in their ass with holes in the walls. More farts. I thought the guys would have liked it, though, because... They're into Terrence and Phillip. That's all yeah. farts. Yeah, yeah. I even thought the guys above the door on the way out kind of looked like Terrence and Phillip payoffs, uh, t- uh, takeoffs. Like, obviously, they weren't... Canadian, yeah, but it's but well, it's it's uh, Senior Spielberger, you know. It's um, it's the knockoff. Yeah, you know, yes. You, you can't afford the actual Terence and Philip licensing licensing fee, so we got Thomas and Philippe, and then they get spoken to after they get off that ride. And so, guys, like you, you're gonna really want this one. It's it's only seven tickets. Now they fuck up here. It's a mistake. He says only seven tickets. But when they get off this ride, he says five tickets, please. I'm like, oh. didn't you say it was seven tickets? But anyway, enough about that. We get the the cow. He sees I'm, the memorial and the, the if cow. If I go to a carnival, I'm going with you. The memorial uh, moves and the cow moves back. I just thought the the cow stuff was really just nothing to me. I just thought there wasn't really much to it at all. So they get to the end of the line simulator. Man, I would be furious. Oh my god! <laughs> but the thing is, though, it's like we didn't realize it was a line simulator because they hadn't panned out yet. These guys are there. So they would have seen that there was nothing at the end of this line. They were in the line. It's a funny joke for the viewer, but it doesn't make any sense for this mm. to actually be a thing. It feels like a few corners were cut in the making of this episode. It does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Cartman then buys the after-ride photo, which is I'm a sucker for. Uh, I, I always get the after-ride photo. <laughs> it's, unless it's like blurry or someone's covering my face. I mean, we actually went through recently, Nicola and I, for our honeymoon. We, in 2016, went to America and all the different ride photos. And um, there's this ride, I think it's just been sort of upgraded. It was called like The Mummy's Revenge or something, based on the mm-hmm. 1999 film, The Mummy, with Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. to the point where I hope this hasn't been changed, but it's 2016 and still you get to the end of the ride and the TV at the top is still a fucking square TV uh, with, with Brendan Fraser being like chased by a robotic mummy. I'm like, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's just like, a, like you haven't touched it. I, just, I, I love that little touch. I hope they haven't changed it. But we went on that ride <laughs> over and over and over again because we had the... Um, 
the fast passes where you can skip the queue. And as the guy said to us at the main gate, he's like, go on rides that you want to go on when the big parade's happening because everyone flocks to the parade and the rides are empty and the, the rides are still open. So we did that and we love the mummy rides. So we, did, we went up like, I think it was like nine times. We got nine photos of it going around, 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 pulling different faces. Because once you figure out where the photo gets taken, you go on it again and you pull the face at the camera. So it's like one's, <laughs> of us choke, one's of us choking each other, one of Nicola flashing, one of me just, you know, kissing oh Nicola, God. just various photos. Like, it's good, good times. Yeah. <laughs> but but um but yeah so the Cummins bought the bought the photo which means you've got even less money they arrive at the toss ball and they don't have enough they've only got three dollars left so they can't even buy the three balls we get back from commercial and Cartman after a brief discussion suggests that Kenny should give up his food stamps now I noticed this for the first time on Paramount Plus Kenny's muffled speaking was actually in the subtitles Subt- oh yeah. my gosh really yeah like, uh, don't he, know how he says I feel like, about that. He says something along the lines here of like, how am I supposed to eat if I give up my fucking food stamps? Like, but it actually says it? I was like, ah, oh, well, this saves me a lot of time. <laughs> I, I actually preferred it. I, I, I'm, okay. I'm beyond the gag now of not being able to understand Kenny. Actually, yeah, that raises... I mean, I think if you're watching it for the first time, you're probably like, oh, it's, it's the joke that you can't understand what he's saying, but it's usually something dirty that you that everyone else gets. It was but, charming yeah. in the first season, but I'm I'm kind of done with it. Okay, no, you you raise a good point. I I, I understand where you're coming from. But Kyle, uh, they give up the food stamps, and um, Kyle then you know doesn't doesn't win, so he declares shenanigans after his second ball. <laughs> Health officer Barbara he comes over to see what's going on, and meanwhile the guys on the old switcheroo gives Kyle the last his last ball, which is actually smaller, fits straight through, and um, you know you can't declare shenanigans on innocent people. That's how wars are started, and then this felt. This whole episode kind of felt very first season with the butt baby. Yeah. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, it, it, it's not a joke that sort of goes anywhere or, or that even really lands all that sort of boom boom. No. Like, yeah, just a bunch of stuff that happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe, but uh, yeah, not a lot sort of, like I said, I didn't dislike this episode, but there's not a lot that you necessarily like. No, it was just kind of, you got to the end, you're like, yeah, well, that kind of happened. You know, nothing really mm. stood out. I do like Cartman as the, as the prostitute though, but anyway, we'll get to that. So Cartman, <laughs> uh, sorry, the, uh, the guy behind the tosser ball, he says, you've won either a Bon Jovi toothpick. Now explain to me, what's the point of a Tom Bon Jovi toothpick? Did he always use a toothpick? No, no, I just think it's, you know, you've got a toothpick, but it's got, it's got branded, you know, with a... Uh, it's not just any old toothpick. It's a Bon Jovi toothpick. You know, you know what's funny is this comes this comes at a moment where taking the piss out of Bon Jovi might have felt like a thing, but like a few years later, it's it's my life, and everyone was like, "Oh, fucking Bon Jovi, he's back." <laughs> um, but I'm thinking, you know, if you've ever bought a you know a show bag at the show or whatever, particularly one that's say branded with a particular band or particular artist or whatever, there's usually just some real cheap crap in there, like. Oh my god! I've got my Billie Eilish comb, which you know has got the words Billie Eilish printed on it. Yes, <laughs> not even an image of it. It's just yeah, it's just the no. the words. Yeah, uh, so either a Barbie pocket mirror or a Bon Jovi toothpick. You're going to win seven of them to trade in to get one of these fake balls. And Kyle says, "Well, we're going to need more money to be able to get more balls." So he sees the bull riding contest, and the winner is five thousand dollars. Another question I have for this episode is the timeline of it. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're supposed to be doing this all in one day, right? But they go to the bar at night for Cartman to ride the mechanical bull. And that's at night time. Oh. The exterior shot is at night time. But, well, it is called Cow Days. Yeah. But then it also is called Cow Day. I mean, the episode is called Cow Days. Yeah, but because it's just like, mm. okay, so everyone's there for the radio. Do they come back for the radio the next day? Because, what, Tom and Mary died in a day of starvation? I'm so confused by this episode. 
And the fact that we're able to pick nits the way we're doing indicates that, um, you know, this episode may be not that great. No, I don't know. Anyway, sorry, listeners. I, I love South Park, but this one's just just yeah. weird. It's not working for us. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to last week's one, anyway. So, yeah, so he sees the, the contest. You win $5,000. It means 3,000 balls. Wait a minute. I've got it. The bull riding contest. Carmen could ride a bull and try to win $5,000. Think about it, dude. $5,000. That's 1,000 set of balls. That's 3,000 balls. We'd have to win enough to get the dolls. What the hell makes you think Cartman rides a bull? Because you spent all of our money on those stupid rides, fat ass. Now either you're getting on a bull or I'm going to break your fucking head open. Okay, I'll get on the bull. All right, now come on, you have to practice. He really wants those dolls. I guess, damn. It is funny slash weird seeing Kyle as the bully. Yeah. <laughs> or- I- well, this is the thing, though. The last several episodes, Cartman's the, been the one getting picked on by Kyle and Stan. Mm. They're constantly calling him fat ass and things like that without Cartman provoking them. Mm. I've noticed that lately. They're the bullies. Cartman's not the bully anymore. They're the bullies. Cartman reacts. <laughs> he, he does things irrationally, but they bully him just as much back. Well, I think they'd realised as we entered the second season, it's like, people seem to really like that Cartman character. <laughs> you know, maybe we yeah. shouldn't make him the... Uh, the villain, and they're trying to sort of make him a little more well-rounded or make the group a little more, the group dynamic a little more interesting before they realise, oh, no, 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 people like Cartman because he's so hateful. Yeah, okay. And then they really steer into making him the bad guy. Like, even when he, like, fell on the um, on the pinball machine, that, like, just seemed to just drag when he's like, I hate you guys. What'd you say, Cartman? <laughs> I hate you guys. I'm like, it just doesn't, doesn't feel like much... Mm. There's not much substance to this one. <laughs> not a whole lot. But Tom, Tom and Mary, meanwhile, are in the Chamber of Farts. Still trying to <laughs> have a good time. More cows have arrived to the memorial, sucking them all in. And they're practicing at the, um, at the bar for the mechanical ball. Like I said, the exterior shot is at night time. It lands on the zoom and pinball. And um, yeah, anyway. And then we get the cows pushing the memorial to wherever they're going to, just an open field. Yeah. Why? I, I just, I'm confused. <laughs> Why are the cows worshipping this big yeah. cow? Yeah. Explain it to us. I, I want you, listeners out there, explain it to us. Southpartmailbag at gmail.com. What am I missing here? I realise that, you know, your host's dandon guy should be able to provide you with some kind of explanation. After all, that's what we're doing here at Going yeah. Down to South Park. But this one stumped us. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need your help. Cartman practices on old Bob. At first, he's going all right until they throw a snowball and it's nutsack, which sends it jumping around and bucking. Cartman then suffers head trauma. Like poor yeah. Cartman. <laughs> so really no, and then Kenny a beaten this time around. It was a nice touch of Kenny doing the "Oh my God, they killed Cartman" line though. I like. I thought it was good. Yeah. We go to Hell's Pass Hospital, and the doctor says that um, he now thinks he's a Vietnamese prostitute named Ming Lee. Cartman, Cartman, can you hear me? What? Oh, he's fine, dude. You think? Oh, yeah, dude. Let's get his ass to the rodeo. Then we get Jimbo, and he's demanding that the Golden Cow Memorial gets brought back. If we find out who it was, we'll kill you. Or, you know, if you just return it, we will forget that it all happened. And then they accuse Tom and Mary because they're from the outside. You're the only Mm. ones who would have reason to steal it. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Why would they? I guess I know the joke is that they're ridiculous. People in South Park are stupid, but what? I just, okay. That's the thing. They don't really... They have to blame somebody, I guess. Yeah, I don't think they really hype it up enough. They should make it that the, the town is so hyped up on Cow Day. It's our one big event of the year. It's the one thing that puts South Park on the map. And if anybody messes with it, like these two interlopers, 
Yeah, of course, they're going to re- overreact and or, you know, it's going to end badly for poor old Tom and Mary. But uh, I don't know, they don't really do that. Hello? Hello, P. Hello, P. Hello, soldier boy. Hey, soldier boy. Huh? Hello, soldier boy. Me so horny. Me love you wrong time. Go away, kid. You're grossing me out. Hello, P. P. Hello, hello, sucky, sucky. Hello, P. Beat it, kid. Come on, honey. <laughs> that was my favourite line, actually. Go away, kid. You're grossing me out. Yeah, yes, sucky, sucky. And then everyone uh, races to the Chamber of Farts because it's just been reopened. It's probably refurbished or whatever. It was broken down. They fixed it all up. Tom and Mary, meanwhile, are alone in the cell. They're going to enjoy some alone time. I'm trying to be positive about being locked up. And we see a little rat arrive, just sort of planting the seed for a little bit later on. Then we get the cowboys looking at the um the cows who are standing by the memorial. In my notes, I was like, it can't be a Brobeck Mountain reference because that film didn't come out yet. But it's No, just, but that's initially what I was thinking. Yeah, the two cowboys just checking out all the cows. You know, They might mm. start forming a cult, a cow cult. I'm like, okay. Anyway, so the, the rodeo mm. starts. Uh, Kenny unfortunately couldn't find Cartman and they see that he was dressed as a, he's dressed now as a prostitute and just doing the whole sucky sucky deal, $5, whatever. Tom and Mary are still in their cell and then we see Jimbo, and he sees the cows as well, and he's angry at the cows, you know, disperse. I'm thinking, why are they angry at the cows? I guess because they want the memorial back? I don't know. Tells Ned to bust out the whip, and then he gets attacked by the cows. Then the cowboy that's on that's bucking on the bull, Jack McMack, I think his name was, he gets killed, yes. and it's Ming Lee's turn. Up next, number 14, Ming Lee. $10, $8, you give me $8, soldier boy. Here we go. Dude, I'm having second thoughts about this. What do you mean? I'm starting to think that maybe it's wrong to put someone who thinks they're a Vietnamese prostitute on a bull. Let her go. Hang on, Cartman. Wow, and this Vietnamese prostitute can really ride a bull. I guess she's had a lot of practice, if you know what I mean. She's setting a new world record. Ming Lee, Ming Lee, Ming Lee. Kenny then gets killed, and the clown saves Cartman. Uh, the F- meanwhile, the FBI threatened to shoot the cows uh, if they don't get into this truck. But then they decide to just kill themselves, and it just goes on and on and on. And I'm like, I don't see the point. Is this a parody of something? Is this meant to be... Remind me of when this episode actually aired. Well, this originally aired in, I want to say, 98. Yeah, September 30th, 98. When was, when was there a mass suicide? I'm looking up the Waco Siege. In Waco, Texas. Hmm. 1993. Standoff between the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosive, and the Branch Davidians. But that wasn't really... I don't know. Uh, was, it, was it a cult? Sort of, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, led by this guy, David Koresh, who, you know, imagines himself as the second coming of Jesus. And uh, But it didn't really sort of end like this. I mean, there's no... You, you, the connections aren't obvious enough. So... I've just Googled Mass Suicide 1998 just to see Heaven's Gate Religious Group. Oh, maybe. Um, I'm not really finding much. Maybe there is something. I don't know. This is the thing. It's very lost on me as a viewer in 2023, whatever they're going for here. Maybe it meant something in 1998. I'm not sure. I think it was probably lost on us in 1998. Maybe maybe it means something more to American viewers. Not not so sure. Like I said, let us know, guys. Just let us know. Uh, Southparkmailbag at gmail.com. But yeah, the cows all kill themselves. Oh, the humanity, blah, 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 blah. It's it's weirdly sort of poignant. Yeah. (laughs) All the cows going off the goods. I mean, I don't think it's meant to be funny, but it's a bit more sad and, you know, sort of tragic than, uh, than you'd expect from an episode of South Park where a bunch of cows jump off a cliff. 
Tom and Mary are meanwhile still in their cell, and we cut to the guys at the tosser ball. They've arrived with their 5K. He's, you know, being the shill that he is, he, um, he, uh, the, the, the carny, he just agrees to swap all the toys for the 5K, and they realize that they're cheap ripoffs because their head falls off, I think, on one of them. And he calls shenanigans once again, and then this is where it actually gets declared shenanigans because everyone in town says, yeah, the rides are stupid, everything sucks around here. And I'm like, you know, that's true. Why was everyone racing to the Chamber of Farts before, though? Yeah. I know, it's, it's not often that we do this with an episode of South Park. We've never done it, I not to we, this extent, no. No, I mean, we tend to do a bit of reverse engineering with episodes of The Simpsons, particularly, you know, ones that we're doing lately, where it's like, you know, there's the bones of a good idea here, but if they'd done this instead of that, you know, because, of course, your pals, Brendan and Guy, uh, know a lot more about putting together an episode of an animated sitcom than Parker and Stone <laughs> or Matt Groening and co. But... Um, yeah, I don't think we've done it with South Park so far, but I mean, yeah, if I think the structure of this or the setup of this should have been South Park loves doing Cow Day and they figure, let's really go for it this year. Let's outsource it. You know, let's get professional um, carnival engineers and entertainers in to, you know, make it really put it on the map and they get ripped off by carnies. I would, I would, yeah, that's true. Not I would also it. have it at the start yeah. somewhere, have one of the kids saying, oh, what do I have to go to Cow Days for? And have one of the parents or someone say, hey, you not besmirch the name of Cow Days. That's the most sacred event we have here yeah. in South Park. Make it feel like everyone loves it. I know you, they yeah. sort of give that impression with them unveiling the cow and stuff, but I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, or that's that's the other thing. You have it as Cow Day. It's South Park's biggest day ever, and you know it's the one day of the year when South Park really shines. Feels like they have they've had so many festivals and events already, though. Like the Fourth of July yeah. and the the film festival, and there's always there's, there's been yeah. big events in the South Park already. But then you either have the kids or you have Tom and Mary, or both in some way or another, just going, wait a minute, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you're doing is terrible and not that fun. Yeah. So, like, like basically, just falls ev- apart. you should have people getting off the Chamber of Farts ride saying, what a great ride. Yeah, he farted on me. It was so funny. And then have the kids go, that was stupid, dude. It's like, don't you ever talk about cow days like that. Like, there should have been the kids <laughs> pointing out how stupid everything is. And all the townspeople hating them for besmirching, even though the people deep down know it's all pretty shitty. Yeah, they don't want to admit but it's it all they've got because it's their yeah. day. It's all they've got. Yeah, I know. Something, it's just some sort of angle like that. Anyway, mm. just felt like just a bit of same same. Uh, anyway, Trey, Matt, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> bring us bring us into the writers' room. We we know what we're talking about. Uh, so yeah, then they they they're the caution against they lock up the carnival people and this is where they find Tom and Mary who are being eaten by rats because they've starved to death and the mayor says don't worry about it this never happened and I was like how. Long has this been? What? <laughs> Why have they starved to death? <laughs> anyway, Stan and Kyle no. and out the bus stop enjoying their toys. See, Terence, let's look for treasure. Oh, good idea, Philip. Let's look for treasure. What are you guys doing? Oh, hey, Cartman. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty good, except I had the weirdest dream last night. Really? What about? Well, I dreamt that I was a poor Vietnamese girl, and then you guys made me ride a big scary bull, and then Leonardo DiCaprio gave me a spanking for several hours. Hey. How did you guys win all those Terrence and Philip dogs? Oh, nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. You guys did make me ride that bull. No, Carmen, that was just a dream. Bye, Ming Lee. Thanks again. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Did you notice the alien was driving the limo? Did you see that? I didn't see that. Yeah, the alien for the first episode of the aliens. But, um, and that's the end of the episode. I was like, yeah, that was, um, pretty flat. I think the fact that the limo was driven by an alien kind of indicates, let's just make this, not even a greatest hits of South Park, but it's like, let's just throw everything at it. Yeah. Let's just throw a bunch of stuff into into our lucky dip and, you know, 
don't know. You might get lucky with what you pull out of it, and, but more often than not, you might not. Thankfully, though, Mr. Davis, whilst this yes. episode may not have been too great, sort of going through the motions, this felt like one of the weakest, if not the weakest one they've done to date. The next episode is Chef Aid. Cannot wait for this one. This yeah, is one of the big ones. This is one of the ones that everyone remembers. Guest stars like I think Ozzy Osbourne's in there, Alton John's in there, Meatloaf's in there, DMX, Rick James, Joe Strummer, Rancid. Oh it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Consider this the, uh, the, the, the valley that we had to uh, traverse before we reached the peak of Chef Aid. Yes, basically this Chef Aid episode coming up on the next episode of Going Down to South Park was kind of like... All right, South Park's a big deal now. We're going to do a guest star heavy episode. What can we do? And obviously, Chef Aid. So this is going to be the, the big one. I'm really, really excited to um to get into Chef Aid in the next episode of Going Down to South Park. And if you ever know we didn't really like this episode, we hope you enjoyed us reviewing it. Mm. If you don't agree with us, that's perfectly fine. We'd love to hear why we're wrong. Let us know what we missed. Uh, Southparkmailbag at gmail.com. Make that your mission for the next two weeks. Write it into us. Let us know what you like about the show. Tell us why we were wrong about this one. And if you do have some extra spare dollar reduce in your pocket, we'd love for you to support the show as well on Patreon. Get access to your early ad-free access to this show and all the other shows we do here on the network. Get Tales of Futurama. You get the movie guys. We're going to be reviewing, reviewing Tremors this month on the movie guys, which is very, very exciting. I've never actually, I think I've seen it maybe once when I was a lot younger. I mean, last month we did the Sandlot for all you 90s kids out there. But this has been our review of Cow Days. Next episode, Chef Aid. It's exciting times here going down to South Park. Mr. Davis, any final words for those incredible listeners out there? Just one. Shenanigans. <laughs>